You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy and finally start making progress toward your dreams, goals, and desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig Lyman, and today let's work on Project You. Hey, you guys, welcome to Project You with Cami Craig. Today we're going to be talking a little bit more about foods, immunity system, the way to boost our immunity, and also just caring a little bit more about what's going on when we are actually looking at food and how to make those decisions, right? Um, There's a lot of people, of course, I'm in the fitness industry and the health and wellness industry, and I put my best foot forward every single day to be more in the know and to understand exactly what it is that is out there Uh, because there's so many different things, especially in America uh, versus, let's just take Europe, for instance, that we allow and that Europe doesn't. So things are banned in other countries, right? Um, For one, that I know that actually uh, my body doesn't really like at all, and I understand why now because I've done a ton of research, but it's aspartame. And that's in so much stuff you should actually research what you are what you are eating and and, and taking and digesting to better understand uh, what you're what you're getting but this one ingredient happened to make me ill when I was pregnant with my second child chopper and all I was uh, ingesting was trident gum and I remember the day like it was yesterday I I put in my gum probably for the hundred thousandth time I was pretty much addicted to Trident gum from my high school days. And I, I I took it in and and I swallowed that first little, you know, thing after chewing it and I threw up. I ran to the bathroom and threw up. And right then and there I knew that my body was rejecting this. There was this was a big alarm system. Of course I was pregnant so I was even more um, on tilt and 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 high regard to what I was taking in and it made me feel certain ways. So I knew that was an alarm and I, I started to research what exactly was the ingredients in this gum and there it was aspartame. And I researched it so deeply that I later found out that this ingredient is actually banned in different countries and the reason why it's banned because it's awful for you. It's rat poison, basically. In, in layman terms, it's just bad for you. It's rat poison. And I mean, as a personal trainer, I wanted to be more. I wanted to give a little bit more insight on really what we're doing with our body. It's not just about, you know, pumping iron and, and doing lots of cardio. The The recipe to be a healthy individual and to be healthier and to be in progress there as well means that we have to work on different elements every single day that becomes a practice. So here I am, you know, over the course of this past year, really developing these new, you know, bringing in these new new tools rather and in watching and witnessing my own human development growing. And I was really thinking last week and the reason why we're talking about building our immunity system, uh, COVID-19 has slowed me down tremendously. I'm no longer working out all day long with my clients. I'm getting a lot more rest. 
I'm, I'm being conscious with my decisions on what I'm eating, knowing that I'm not, you know, working out as much as I was. I'm being conscious about my water intake, um, slowing down and participating in yoga and prayer and meditation and being still and, and silent in my mind so I can grow to be the person that I'm, I'm delivered to be has been the one of the greatest gifts through COVID-19. And also in, in the midst of COVID, I've done a lot of research because I, I, I choose to because I want to know how to fight this virus. I want to know what we can what we can do as a society, right? And as a nation and as individuals. I mean, this can be broken down in so many different ways to be able to go outside and and to do life. Um we have been shut down at CCF for the past 9 weeks now, and it's been one of the most challenging times of my adult career life um on behalf of working, right? I, I realized that, Cami, you love to be in motion. You love to be connected to people. You love fitness. You love motion. And you love interacting with people, not being um, a know-it-all, but being, but being in an environment that we are all in understanding that we're better together. We are so helpful. Each and every one of us has such a light inside of us and and we're able to share that and gift that to other people, right? And then when that's just taken away from you, stripped from you, and then you realize also, wow, all of this um, is is so tragic. It's it's bringing this light in my life that I I didn't want to see, but because the light got dimmed and it and and, and it was a little darker on behalf of everything that I spoke of just now, uh, it is allowed me to see more and to really put myself in gratitude and and think about the things that I do have versus the things that I don't have right now and that finances are very very hard right now and you know those loans and everything that we've been talking about but through the power of the mind through the power of the heart and believing and especially knowing that Christ is the one that gives me strength and not myself that gives me strength. Everything is possible. Anything is possible. And here we are in COVID-19. And I just had a girlfriend. I just spoke of this last week. I'm like, gosh, I really haven't known one person that got COVID during this nine weeks. And lo and behold, one of my good girlfriends goes to the hospital and she's in ICU and she's out, thank God now. And um, she's in a position now where she's transferring this information on behalf of what can we do as an individual to fight this virus you know and she said COVID doesn't discriminate um she's a very healthy woman uh she is actually in the fitness industry and she works on her mind and her the human development and her ways uh habits patterns all of those things every single day, you know, and, and COVID struck her. The one thing that I, that I was gathering from her, and of course she probably got bombarded and I didn't want to be too extra, uh, but I listened to her. Uh, that was the way to support her as well as like, gosh, she's giving this wonderful, great information. And that's why a lot of this is being talked about too, because I've always said that the greatest form of medicine is our food. 
why are not doctors releasing all this information about the different types of foods, the style of eating, uh, rather than the medications, right? And we all know the answer to this. Um, and, and some are not as educated as others. That's why there's dietitians and registered nutritionists. Um, but we got to take a stance right now, and especially in this life, as we're going to face this virus and maybe a lot more viruses in the future, that we are in a position, actually the driver's seat, <laughs> to shield ourselves from viruses and disease and cancers uh, just through the food, right? And being cognizant and conscious of every other little thing that we're doing as well. But let's stay focused on our immune system and building our immune system through good foods that which then is our medicine. We want to call that our medicine and and not go through the drive-through at CVS and and hand over everything that we have to get that um, you know medication to take our blood pressure down to to help our heart and to help our organs work in a better way. Instead, let's dig deeper and let's do better and more work on building our, our immune system and building our inner self to, to be a really rad generator, a really amazing you know, worker from within so we can shed ourselves externally every single day, which is to give energy and to to perform and to be a part of this world, not because we're surviving, yet really because we're thriving, you know, and we're putting all those efforts into it. So my girlfriend um, shared that these vitamins that are also in food, and I'm going to share exactly where these foods can be found and how we can start to implement um, just by eating more, we can get the vitamins, we can get the nutrients to fight off viruses like COVID-19 and to build our immune system, boost our immune system, along with being active, along with drinking our gallon plus water a day, along with getting our electrolytes in, along with getting our rest in and staying, you know, keeping our stress levels low. But again, our focus, and I would love for you to write all of this stuff down if you have the ability to get your binder or your journal out for Project U. Zinc, Vitamin C, iron, vitamin E, vitamin A, and vitamin B are the top six vitamins that can that can be boosted through intaking these foods. So let's just start on zinc within itself. Um, zinc comes from lean meats, and whenever I think of lean meats, I think of the whiter meat. Okay, so your egg whites and your chicken and your white fish. Okay, those are all lean meats. Um, taps into seafood. Okay, so seafood is your white meat, but that that is also two labels under zinc. And um, your seeds, which is uh, sunflower seeds, your nuts. And those nuts are really, really good also because they are, they are a source of your essential fat right? But those are foods that you can take in every single day, some way, shape, or form, and get a good amount of zinc, all right? And the thing with vitamins is we need to allow ourselves to take those things in of nutrients every single day. A vitamin doesn't work when it's just taken once a week. You know, we need to be super repetitive 
every single day to make sure that we're ingesting these uh, immune system boosters, okay? So vitamin C is the next one. And I want you to write these these uh, foods down so you can have them somewhere uh, in your kitchen or on your phone or text it to your best friend. But somewhere, vitamin C comes from broccoli, cantaloupe, kale, oranges, strawberries, tomatoes. So vitamin C actually protects cells from oxidative stress, a product of infection or chronic inflammation. Okay, and if you can go back to zinc, it's to to intake zinc is very important for wound healing also. Okay, so I'm giving you the vitamin. I'm giving you the foods to come that will give you that vitamin and also the importance of uh, of that vitamin. Iron is next and lentils are great. Spinach, white beans. Now, Iron aids in nonspecific immunity, the body's first line of defense. Vitamin E is the nuts again, just like zinc, the seeds again, wheat germ, green leafy vegetables, avocado, and shrimp. Vitamin E helps protect cells from oxidative stress. Let's move on to vitamin A. One of my favorites, sweet potatoes. Carrots, red bell peppers, spinach, black-eyed peas, and mangoes. Vitamin A helps regulate our immune response. And last but not least, vitamin B6. Green vegetables, chickpeas, cold water fish, and two examples I have for the cold water fish are tuna and salmon. Now, vitamin B B6 supports more efficient reactions between different parts of our immune system. Every single one of these um, immune boosters are to help boost our immune system, right? And at the end of the day, we, we're, we're being more structured with, with our foods. We're being more cognizant. We're being more cautious of really what our foods look like. And again, as a personal trainer, I ask myself, how can I be better and what can I do to share and support uh, my clients and the people that are asking questions beyond what to lift and how to lift? And, 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 and really, uh, the biggest thing you know, back in the day especially was, how do I lose this fat? Now people are asking and text messaging me and Instagram messaging me all the time. I'm, Cammy, I want to fight this virus. What can I do to build my immune system up? That has been the number one question. Uh, and really, it's been magical to, to tap into this because it has to do with food. And the more that we can educate ourselves on food, the more that we're able to fight these viruses, fight, fight the diseases, and stay away from cancer. And a lot of this, again, is you know a lot of reason why people are being so mindful about the way that they're thinking and, and, and creating new habits on that behalf because the, the, the combustion of both of these either creates right a great out, outcome or it can, it can be the destruction of ourselves as well and we have the power within to make sure that we are we're choosing this every single day. I 
also just want to tap into what do good foods look like. Uh, a lot of people don't even understand what truly good foods look like. Um, I I have a top 10 list for the best foods and I have a top 10 list for the worst foods. And and really, this is just as encouraged. It's encouraging good overall health and brings longevity to life. Uh, God willed, of course, you know, nothing else is happening in our life. But the best foods that we can engage in every single day are some of these foods. And and I also want to put in there, I, I truly believe that being your own advocate um, and understanding who you are, meaning what's your blood type? Have you ever thought about eating for your blood type? Have you ever even researched that? Did you ever feel curious enough to know what your blood type is and 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 what your blood type is attracted to when it comes to your medicine, which is your food? Um, and I ask that because so many people have that I've met have actually dug in a little deeper and been able to notice dramatically that their performance level, even even clients that aren't athletes, um, but their performance level on just being a human, having greater energy, being able to be a good, powerful, strong mom, clear in the head, no foggy brain, um, having energy throughout the day, getting through the day um, of whether it's a you know labor job or a very mindful job. It really doesn't matter. We're all working to our highest extent in hopes, right? Um, but these, these foods, um, are helpful. Another thing that I've always asked is, have you, have you researched foods that are either good or bad for you, depending on something that goes on in your life? And so, for example, I was diagnosed with Graves' disease and being diagnosed with Graves' disease, I chose to get my thyroid removed. Now, this was very young, uh, a, a mind that made this decision. And if I knew what I knew now today, I would never have gone through with that radioactive iodine procedure to get rid of my thyroid because I now know that my medicine really was my food. And it still is. Um, but I, I, I really would have experimented with that first before I would have gone that, that route. And that was just negligence. It was my ego just saying, this is how it's going to be. Poor you. Let's just get it out. And now I'm stuck on taking medication for the rest of my life. I'm unable to to get my thyroid back. Uh, so with that, I, I, I share with people, if you have diabetes or if you have a, a disorder somewhere along the way, it is very smart of you to put yourself in the driver's seat and to not just rely on your doctor when it comes to what do I eat? How can I make this better? Because you can make things better. I I 100% believe that, but you gotta be willing to put the work in. You gotta be willing to really dig and research. And so for someone that has diabetes, it's a really simple Google search saying, what are great foods for diabetes? diabetics and what are foods to stay away from for diabetics and you will get a strong list on both of them and then what do you do you don't just look at the list <laughs> you put that list into action right and then I always say do something for 14 days the doctor's always going to say to you Cam 
you have this. I'm going to give you an antibiotic and I need you to take it for 10 to 14 days. I don't want you to drink at all. And I want you to allow this antibiotic to do its job. And, and, and you should be feeling good by the end of that. Right. And, and lo and behold, uh, nine out of 10 times, that's what happens. And you stay diligent you did what the doctor said. And now you're a better internal human. Well, I, I think of the same thing when it comes to food. I want to do something for 14 days and I want to do it with my best ability and I want to see and feel and notice, do I feel a difference? Do I have more energy? Is the inflammation depleting a little bit? You know, like I truly... I'm asking those harder questions every single day when I'm going through something that I've researched, okay? Um, and and that's just good for you because uh, we always are talking in Project U about asking yourself hard questions when it comes to develop uh, human development and and becoming our best self. There, there's this is the same situation. I I that's why I love fitness so much because it applies. Everything that I've learned through all my new tools, my old tools, um, I've been able to plant that into my fitness world as well. So um, I, 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 I challenge you to do that. And then also, I, I take into consideration what my taste buds like or dislike. So for Cami, I know that I do not like tomatoes. I think they're disgusting. I'll pick them out of anything and they just don't do it for me, which um, which might be another food for you. Also, you guys know that I do not like cilantro it, it, for whatever reason. Um, I actually know the reason, but um, genetically, it tastes like soap. For someone else, it's the most amazing, right? And so cilantro will will actually make a meal really, really bad for me because I'll just taste that over everything else. So those are two things that I truly choose not to eat because it doesn't taste good. So if something is on your list, you know, that you're coming up with this, this, you know, whatever your name is, let's just say your name's Sandra or Christina. Christina's approved foods, okay, is all these great foods and maybe Christina doesn't like tomatoes as well, but it's on her approved foods list. Well, you can X that out because you don't need to make yourself stressed out to eat something that you don't like. Um, now, going back into the 10 best foods, these are pretty standard. Uh, and so I, I do want to say that this is this is more so generic, but and I am more leaning towards the the grain-free world. I'm leaning more towards the soy-free. I'm leaning more towards the dairy-free. I'm also leaning more towards the non-processed foods way. Okay, and that's because I have experimented so much with all these different types of diets out there, all these different types of systems that have worked for other people. And I found over time that I was inflaming my body and I felt worse when I was actually eating grain foods, when I was eating dairy, when I was eating processed foods, when I was eating the soy, you know, and I only know that because I put myself into the experiment mode and I challenged myself. I did grain and, and wheat for 14 days. I cut it out completely for another 14 days. And then I'm, I'm channeling that, that feel. 
I'm channeling all those questions and putting together and the pros that came from eating grain-free were way higher than when, when I was eating the grains and the wheats. You know, I just completely and utterly felt different. And I have that mind and body connection because I've chosen that. I choose that. I, I want to feel these things. So talking about the, the more better foods, the green leafy vegetables are amazing. The kales, the collard greens, the mustard greens, the spinach, and the lettuce. Those are all great, great foods. The non-leafy vegetables like the broccoli, the cauliflowers, the Brussels sprouts, and the cabbage are also great foods. Now, I got to tell you, the non-leafy vegetables, those specific things right there are horrible for me with a thyroid issue, okay? They do not do anything for me. They make, they actually hurt me more than they support me. And that's only because I've, I've made sure that I've stayed conscious through this experiment over these years. And I know that this is, you know, the, what, some of the best foods, but I have to X them out of my approved foods list, if that makes any sense. Okay. I remember a lot of my clients know this story, but I remember going to Whole Foods and making my own salad. And I knew that these foods were really, really good, the non-leafy vegetables, and the green leafy vegetables, and I would just put that in my salad bowl. And I'd load it up, actually. And by one o'clock, two o'clock, I felt like I was four months pregnant. I was so bloated, I was so miserable. I remember my hands on my stomach and just kind of crunched over. And I would do this to myself every other day. But in my head, I made I made up this story, this narrative that well, I read that these are the 10 best foods, but really what I wasn't doing was being logical and being smart about this and realizing that this was an alarm system and I was denying it for years, you guys. It was actually borderline crazy um, because I just knew that they were good foods. But guess what? That food doesn't jive and vibe and serve me. If anything, it, it's disconnecting me from being my best self and so therefore I wasn't performing at my optimal level for the remainder of the day because I was I was I was hunched over my belt you know so so please be conscious of of, of those things um, 10 best foods are going to come from your berries why the berries because they're super high in antioxidants they're so good for you um, mushrooms onions seeds and when i say seeds i i mentioned this in in the in a little bit earlier into our podcast but seeds are coming from the flax seeds the chia seeds the hemp seeds the sesame the sunflower and the pumpkin seeds uh the nuts the essential fatty uh fats essential essential fatties um the essential fats that we need in in our plan every single day as well are so wonderful the walnuts the pistachios the pine nuts and the almonds notice that peanuts are not in there um this is something else that i've chosen over time that through the research and and knowing a little bit more about peanut butter and peanut butter is not as good as we think it is okay it, it's something that actually is a carcinogenic and 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 doesn't support the inner working system as much as you think 
Now, I ask you to do your homework through this Project You uh, podcast about immunity and building ourselves up through through the discipline of eating better. And why is peanut butter not as good as almond butter? You know, and then there's all these allergies to nuts, and we have to be super conscious of that. Uh, but if you are in line and you're okay to eat these these nuts, that's that's also great. Uh, tomatoes again. So already in this top ten list, I am not eating two of these things: the non-leafy vegetables and the tomatoes. And also pomegranates are really high on the list. Now working towards the top ten worst for overall health and longevity is what we're talking about is sweetened dairy products. I told you at the beginning, I do my best to stay dairy-free. It is, it, is it is a wonderful way for me to feel absolutely crummy. I, I feel curdled over. Um, I feel inflamed. I feel like I'm not digesting my foods right. And those examples are ice cream, even the low-fat ice cream. Frozen yogurt is one of them as well. Uh, trans fats, okay, and trans fats, they were, they were subjected to us long ago, uh, but these are the sticks of margarine, okay? I'd rather you have butter all day long in your plan rather than the margarine, uh, the, the shortening, the fast foods, and the commercial baked goods, okay? So those are things are, that are of trans fat and to please stay away from. Donuts, Donuts are are fried, you know, and so I, that's why I love Mother Macros because I do love donuts. I, I, I get a kick out of them, and, and you guys know me. I have a sweet tooth. So instead of having the fried foods around, it's more better for you and your inner self to pick up the, the baked the bake side, okay, um, and, and instead of fried, so that's, that's way better. Um, the sausages, the hot dogs, and the lunch meats are, are really, really, really bad for us as well. Again, we don't have a lot of time to go over every single detail to why. However, this is your time, this is your place to be engaged and be your own advocate and be like, hmm, Kimmy said something about hot dogs. I'm going to see what, I'm going to see how valid that statement really is. And I want you to do your homework and I want you to put your eyes to work and your brain to work and and make that connection there. And really what we're all going to do is you're going to find the on the worst food list, you're going to find the things that you love the most. One of you might hear ice cream and be like, oh my gosh, I wish you didn't say that. But go do your own research, you know, and, and see what that looks like for you. Um, the fried foods, which which the top two are potato chips and French fries. These foods on the inner circle of the supermarket are going to be doused with salt. And, and I know this because those foods have to stay on the shelf. And how do these foods stay on the shelf? Being doused with salt. So we're getting an overabundance of salt. Salt's really good. Sodium is really good for us in our daily plan. However, the overabundance is not. Soda is is one of the worst for us for so many different ways and you guys let's just talk about the sugar itself um and 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 how high the sugar content is uh and every you know soda whether it's you know <laughs> i see people walking out all the time 
of 7-Eleven with their big gulps and their potato chips and that's their lunch. However, is it the best and is it the nutritious lunch that you need to perform your best and to give you the substantial energy that you need? And I'm going to answer that for you. No. <laughs> um, white sugar and white flour. So I wanted to share that white sugar, white flour, um, the soda, because that's going to go into our third and final uh, discussion on building our immunity and being more aware of the foods that we're intaking. And this is the talk about the glycemic index. A lot of people don't even know that this even exists. And it's also referred as the GI, okay, which is the glycemic index, which is a relative ranking of carbohydrate, how they affect blood glucose levels. Carbohydrates with a low glycemic index value 55 or less are more slowly digested they're slowly absorbed and metabolized and cause a lower and slower rise in blood glucose ah, ah, new word blood glucose and insulin levels that is a lot of information you guys and and I love the glycemic index because it really shares foods and then it shows the number and, and where that food ranks, okay, on it within the index. And that will help you better understand that the foods that you want to eat are zero to about 55. That those are great foods. We know that we're gonna we're gonna digest them slowly, they're gonna be absorbed, we're gonna metabolize these. And it's going to cause for a lower and slower rise in blood glucose. And our insulin levels are going to be wondrous. Now, if we tap into the glycemic index chart of 55 or higher, which I'm going to give you examples, this is actually going to hurt us. So uh, what is a good, these are questions that I often get asked, but what are, what are good glycemic index numbers? Okay, uh, moderate is going to be 56 to 69 and these are the sweet potatoes all right these are the couscous um there's some cereals out there that that stand in this little setting right here like cream of wheat okay and then of course you're going to know that the high glycemic index is 70 or higher right and that is exactly what i ended the conversation what are were there 10 best foods and 10 worst foods and 10 worst foods are the white flour um, and the, the white sugar. This is also white bread, the rice cakes. Um, people in the fitness industry are always eating rice cakes. And if, if they know anything about the glycemic index, these foods, these rice cakes are not good for you. Um, most crackers across the board, bagels, cakes, donuts, croissants, and most packaged breakfast cereals are also high in this glycemic index. And, and then the next question is, what is a low? And again, it's 55 or less. And these are, these are the foods that I'm talking about. The top 10 lists that I'm talking about are the 55 or less zone. These are the, the, the paleo-ridden, so the grain-free, the process-free, the dairy-free, the soy-free, the peanut-free. Um, these, these, these foods will cure most everything. And again, we're running off of what's our blood type, what's our illness, and what's our taste buds. 
taste buds. And we can put all those together and we can create an approved foods list for each individual that's listening to Project U today because you have the the better knowledge of what a glycemic index is. And I want you to go on Google and I want you to put glycemic index into the Google search and I want you to actually print out a, a, an index that, that you can relate to and it really jumps at you and says, oh my gosh, I totally... And utterly understand this. Um, what people are often scared of fruits because they think they're so high in sugar. Yes, they're high in sugar, but they're they're the sugars that are good for us that give us the optimal energy and the optimal um, uh, reason to work our best. Okay, and so just for instance, on the on the GI score itself. Being under 55 is what I'm looking for, but cherries are at a 20, grapefruit at a 25, dried apricots at a 32, pears at a 38, apples at a 39, oranges at a 40, plums at a 40, and strawberries are at a 41. That's just one little baby list of of the lower uh, glycemic fruits, okay? So those are the best scores. And I, I want to share that eggs are low carbohydrate food and have a very low glycemic index score as well, which makes them a good source of protein for people with diabetes, okay? So when I'm talking about these illnesses that people have, we got to just be able to put ourselves out there and to educate ourselves just a little bit more <clears throat> so we're really able to understand at our highest ability. And if it's not high today, it's going to get better and better because you're because you're have the efforts behind yourself every single day to understand exactly what we should be be intaking, okay? So when I'm looking at my index, I I can see my index as a low GI, which is the scores from 0 to 55. I can look at my moderates and I can look at my my high. Okay? And it's quite interesting because Anything that's super, super packaged, like you were finding in the gut of the supermarket, you're really going to see them as a higher glycemic index. Um, For instance, the cornflakes is an 84. Mashed potatoes are an 86. Rice checks. How many of you guys have rice checks in the pantry? Um, That's an 89. We're looking at rice cakes is an, an 82. Pretzels, 83. Okay, and moving into the into the moderate, you're looking at uh, blueberry muffins at 59. We're looking at black bean soup, 64. Macaroni and cheese, 64. A Mars bar, okay, Mars bar is a 65. So I like to I like to see the common foods that are out there that that mo- most people are purchasing, but I also want to see you know the the top ten foods and what what that looks like. And I feel like if we can see the score of what what it ranks in the glycemic index chart, we're we're gonna be we're gonna be better when we're in the supermarket. And and just because we have this more you know this better knowledge, we might not quite understand it yet but when you go home and you're eating this so you're eating the sweet potatoes versus the rice cakes now and you're feeling better you're gonna know why you're able to digest this you're absorbing all the nutrients and and the process is slower which is which is what we want you know and so I I often tell my clients please 
look at the glycemic index so you can understand where your foods for your children, your spouse, your best friend, and yourself rank rank in that. And the glycemic index is, is again, a ranking of how foods affect blood sugar. A lower number means that the food is digested slower and creates a lower rise in blood sugar, all right? So if I can share with you, a lot of people also ask me, what are bananas? Where do they sit in there? And it's at a 53, scores a 53 on the GI chart. And and, and, and I got to tell you, jelly beans, right? Everyone loves a handful of jelly beans from time to time, and that's at an 80, all right? So you're seeing where, where these rank systems are. Uh, foods with a high GI will temporarily raise blood sugar higher than foods with a low GI. But high blood sugar does not directly lead to fat gain. We got to say that again. High blood sugar does not directly lead to fat gain. Many high GI foods are higher calorie and less filling, like the jelly beans, for instance, leading to the conclusion that high GI equals weight gain. Okay, can I say that again? This is the conclusion that the high GIs do equal to the weight gain. Um, we gotta we gotta make sure <clears throat> that we understand that the sugar patterns, okay, the white flour patterns are are sticky. Okay, they're gonna be really really hard to to digest. They're gonna be really hard to metabolize. It's gonna take a lot longer, you know, and, and it's gonna be a little bit more painful. And especially for the ones that are really seeking to change their body, change the feeling that is within the body. And I I just want to share with you at this time that this is the time to really focus on your immune system. This is the time to focus on 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 gathering new information for yourself. The world is changing as we know it. We've never seen a time like this and it's it's a beautiful time in the health and wellness industry. Um not not by the fact that our gyms are closed, but by the fact that everything is slowing down so much where we have the ability to maybe sit on our computer, you know, for 20 minutes a day and put aside 20 minutes a day instead of doing your guilty pleasures and looking on People Magazine or watching silly YouTubes or whatever, but 20 minutes a day, can you focus on you and your medicine, which is your food? Action of the day for Project You, talking about building your immunity, is to once and for all build an approved foods list that is for you. Okay, so if Danny is listening to this right now, I would love for Danny to literally take 20 minutes a day and to go over this podcast. Maybe you listen to this podcast three times, you know, because one day he focuses on his taste buds. He, he loves these foods and he dislikes these foods. And, and then the foods that he likes are obviously going to be better for, for his master list. Now, Danny, I got to say that your, that your liked foods, okay, meaning your rice cakes or your sticker bars or anything like that is not going to be on your master approved foods list. We're looking for the healthiest, most giving, loving generating, fulfilling foods that will help you be the optimal human that you are deserved to be. 
that is what your master approved foods list is going to look like. So maybe day two, Danny is like, gosh, I don't even know what my blood type is. Well, that's a phone call to your practitioner and saying, hey, can I get in for blood tests? I, I really want to know my blood type. Um, so then I can better understand on, on what those foods um, within my blood type are they good for me? Or are they bad for me? And what what are you in a habit of intaking and what can you do to change? Um, and then maybe day three, we're focusing on something that is within us. Some of us don't have anything to worry about. You don't have no diseases. You have no illnesses. There's no viruses. There's no bacteria uh, whatsoever. Um, but the ones that do you can create that list, okay? Um, and then on top of it, I really want to push the zinc, okay, the iron, the vitamin C, the vitamin A, the vitamin D, the vitamin B, and making sure that we understand that those vitamins don't have to be taken through actual pills, but they can be taken through actually eating certain foods every single day to intake those vitamins and 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 become a better shield for viruses out there in this world. So becoming a, a healthier human seems so easy, right? And <laughs> a stop of fingers, I'm going to be the healthiest human because I'm taking these vitamins. It's a daily practice, you guys. And action of the week is I hope that you come up with um, within this next week and a, a really a really rad master approved list for you. And I just gave you generic foods. I gave you a generic list and nothing has been generated for just one person. And and I don't think that I could give you a list in, in, in even on Project U right now and be like, yep, we all need to be eating this because I told you two of the things that were on the, the master list for the top 10 great foods does not vibe with my internal system. So there's a lot to be said right there. Um, and I just encourage that every single one of you, especially during this time, to be your own advocate, be safe, be well, and be action-based every single day to be the best version. I hope you guys have a great day. And I'm thinking of you. Thank you so much for tuning in. My obedience determines my outcome. My discipline determines my destiny. My faith determines my focus.